How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for Thursday, December the 3rd. We are going to kick things off today with a story that I probably should have included yesterday, but nonetheless, let's jump in. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about the Daybreak Game Company, who are the developers of EverQuest, Planetside, and H1Z1, because they have been acquired by EG7 for $300 million. Now, if you haven't heard of EG7, I wouldn't blame you. They don't even have a Wikipedia page, which is wild when they're able to acquire someone for $300 million. Nonetheless, according to their website, they are a family of companies, video game companies, that handle development, publishing, marketing, and distribution. Uh, a few weeks ago, they also acquired Piranha Games, who are the developers of the Mech Warrior franchise. So that's where Daybreak is going to live now. And, you know, kind of on that note, they have also had a pretty wild journey. Uh, formerly known as Sony Online Entertainment, they went through a number of confusing transitions between various owners. Eventually, they landed on Daybreak, and then at the start of this year, they split internally into three different studios, uh, all handling the different properties that they have. So if you're a fan of any of their games, they just got a whole bunch more uh, support at a corporate level. Hopefully, that's a good thing. Both Google and Apple have held their Mobile Games Awards for 2020, and they both shared the same game of the year, which was Genshin Impact. Uh, it also won Google's User's Choice Award. And that probably makes sense. If you haven't seen this game, the fact that it runs on mobile is absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, and it's also reflected financially. So according to mobile analytics firm Sensor Tower, and just as a disclaimer, I do work for them, uh, Genshin Impact made close to $400 million during the two months following its release on mobile. So around $6 million a day. That's a pretty big deal. And, you know, I still do consider this to be one of the bigger sleeper hits of 2020. I mean, I've seen it around here and there. People talk about it. But the fact that it's the most successful new IP from a Chinese developer in history, I don't feel like that's matching up with the coverage that it gets. Fail Better Games have announced their newest title called Mask of the Rose. Uh, you might recognize this studio from their previous games, Fallen London, Sunless Sea, and Sunless Skies. All of them set in the same universe, and the latter two were pretty cool gothic survival and exploration games. Pretty neat aesthetic. I, I would encourage you to check it out. Uh, Mask of the Rose, though, is going to be a romantic visual novel, which is also set in the universe. It's going to be a prequel to the other games. Uh, and in fact, it takes place in 1862 in a, a version of London, which has been consumed by a dystopian gothic underworld, or at least is in the process of it. So if you're interested in checking that out, uh, the first game, Fallen London, that's a free browser text adventure game. So you can go to fallenlondon.com and play it. Uh, or you can keep an eye on the Kickstarter that's going to come out for Mask of the Rose. Dauntless is going to be getting a new update today, which they call Dauntless Reforged. Notably, this is going to be bringing a new progression system, which is going to change the way that you unlock content pretty significantly. And that's also bringing a new way for weapons to be leveled up, which makes them basically more useful the first time that you craft them instead of having to grind them out. Uh, it is a fairly big overhaul, but they've got it set up so that if you have progression of some kind now, it'll cross over into the new system for existing players. And then, of course, all the usual content updates that comes with stuff like this. If you don't know, Dauntless is what many people call the free-to-play monster hunter. You're tasked with taking down a giant creature, and then once you kill it, you can take the resources from it to craft new weapons and armor to then take down more complex creatures. And then, the, you know, the whole game is around these encounters. It's like a giant boss battle that can take upwards of 20 minutes. It's a fun game, though. I do encourage you to check it out. It's free-to-play. It's full cross-play. 
great with friends. And uh, looking forward, the developers of the game, Phoenix Labs, are going to be doing a lot more than Dauntless. They got acquired earlier this year, and they've got some new games in the works, so that's exciting. So there you have it, folks. That's pretty much all for the news. Uh, if you're into Fortnite, I do encourage you to check out some of the teases for the upcoming season, I guess. Uh, God of War's Kratos is going to be making an appearance, as well as the Mandalorian from Star Wars. And uh, otherwise, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back with the news tomorrow. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, TGO After Show. Uh, I'm actually not going to stick around for all that long because... I mean, a couple of things. I'm, I'm just quite busy is the, the gist of it. However, I do want to emphasize my frustration at the fact that Remedy's Control is now available on the Xbox Game Pass, and I can't play it until I'm done school next week. I'm, I am frustrated about that, and I want to send that out into the world. And maybe some of you can sympathize with other games that are accessible to you, but you can't play because you're too busy. Anyway, I hope you're doing extremely well. I'll try and be back tomorrow. Uh, until next time, farewell.